this is Richard Wilson speaking. Um, there's some people who know me as Victor Meldrew, but as far as I'm concerned, Victor Meldrew's dead. Uh, thank you for downloading One Foot in the Podcast. Well, let's dive into the quiz. Okay, so 10 questions with a possible 39 points. Oh, my God. Right, okay. <laughs> One question. It'll make sense why there's so many points. Okay. Okay. Are you ready, Mrs. Pennycake? Uh, okay, yeah, go for it. Okay, question one. In We Have Put a Living in the Tomb, the woman from the hardware shop had written something on the back of her husband's suicide note. What did she write? Two possible points for this. Two points. So, woman in the, from the hardware shop written something on the back of her husband's suicide note. What did she write? Oh my goodness, I don't know. I haven't got a clue. <laughs> come back to these if you want i don't know no okay no move on that's fine you can always come back again always come back to it question two in the exterminated (laughs) angel victor gets himself a job chauffeuring local businessman lewis atterbury three of his children or cars as the rest of us would say all end up damaged and written off can you describe how each car is damaged so three possible points um so the Jaguar is run over by a tank. Yeah. The Don't worry about them... car don't worry oh, about okay. the car brand. Okay. Just, just one one of them it. ends up in the cavity of um uh Ronnie and Mildred's garage. And the first one it ends up upside down, I think, doesn't it? Does it get put is it upside oh. down? I'll write down your answer. It's hard not to say yes or no because I'll give the answers at the end. Yeah. So that's, your, that's your answers, yeah? I think it's overturned by a group of thugs, I think. I might be thinking yeah. of something else, but that's, that's, that's what I think. All right, that's cool. Question three. In Tales of Terror, Victor Margaret's Nissan has a pornographic number plate. Can you recall the registration? Uh, it's P-I-5-5-O-L-E. <laughs> okay. I remember stupid things like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about your mind, I think. No. Question four. Uh, in One Foot in the Algarve, Victor accidentally packs the wrong suitcase, which contains completely useless contents. Can you name the items we see in the suitcase? The seven possible okay. things that I saw. You might have mentioned some more, but seven things. <laughs> you run through them in your own time. Um, access statements. 100 copies of the Beezer. Yeah. A garden hose. Yeah. A draft excluder snake. Yeah. Um, ice skates. <laughs> that's me laughing gig about it. That's at five. And there are two more. Uh, did I say, yeah, there are seven in total. Seven. I'm, I'm, I'm not confirmed they're right, but that you've got one, two, yeah, one, two, three, four five things you've mentioned yeah we can always come back to it yeah so don't come feel back the pressure. to that yeah okay. we'll come back to that question five what has been graffitied on the back of victor's t-shirt in one foot in the algarve when i see this i'll go apeshit <laughs> i laugh it doesn't mean you've got it right okay but that's funny okay what you said <laughs> um in the valley of fear the plumber, played by Chris Ryan, burns himself on Victor's boiler and retorts with a one-liner to rhetorically but sarcastically ask what Victor has done to cause this boiler to be so hot. 
what is the one liner the plumber comes out with in this scene? I can read that question again because it's quite a wordy one. So in the Valley of Fear, the plumber, played by Chris Ryan, burns himself on Victor's boiler and retorts with a one-liner to rhetorically but sarcastically ask what Victor has done to cause this boiler to be so hot. What is the one line that the plumber comes out with? Mm, <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to pass that one. Not sure. Okay. Question seven. In Dramatic Fever, Victor's entertained by the calamity he's witnessing when mistaking it as part of the act during Margaret's dress rehearsals. Victor gets out a snack from his shirt pocket. What is the snack? Mm, I can picture it, I just can't think of what it is. Uh, oh, it's... it's uh, some, a packet of something. I think, or is it a chocolate bar? I don't know. I'm not sure. It's some sort of delicious snack. I'm not sure which one. (laughs) (laughs) You can give me an answer now and as ever come back to it if you want. Is it a packet of Maltesers? That's your answer? That's my answer, yeah. Always change your mind, that's cool. Okay, question eight. In Who Will Buy, we meet Patrick and Pippa for the first time. Where have they travelled up from after a month's holiday? Bath. I love how you say Bath, because that is the correct way to pronounce Bath. And Bath is only a few miles away from me. That's basically where I was born in Bath. Bath. That's lovely. Lovely city. Barth, if you're a true Somerset. But yeah, Bath. Yeah, Yeah, it's not Um, Bath. Bath. Northerners say Bath. Mm, Question nine. Now... You might want a pen and pad, I don't know, just so you can keep track. So, how many animal references can you name from the show? I need specific references. So, for example, if you said um, camel, all right, camel, but what was the context? For example, oh, Victor brought a camel. Mm -hmm. He didn't, but so yeah. And there's 17 different references, and that can include a mention of an animal more than once. So, for example, if there were two camels, Two different scenes, two different episodes. That's that. That doesn't count as one. That's two different. That's two points. Mm-hmm. Listeners back home will be thinking of all sorts by now. Okay. Any? I yeah. So it took me a while to come up with this, to get all my answers. I come up with seventeen. Okay. To do really well to get into the double figures. Okay. Um. I'm just gonna go to the toilet while you. Uh, okay. Think. So this Guinness, you know, I'll be go back in a minute. Yeah. All right. Oh my god, have you? <laughs> yeah. So I probably got this, um, I'm probably well off the mark then, okay. 
Christ. We'll see see how many of, of, of them match up with. Oh my God, I can't have been shown up on this podcast. I'm like, <laughs> all right, okay. Well, t- this this first one is only because I made a note of it for um for when we were going through. But they talk about the 56 year old retired elephant. Um, okay. So Ernest, I think the elephant's called or something like that. Okay. Um. Oh yeah. So I've now got to write down these answers, haven't I? Okay. <laughs> all right. Should have thought about this there. Should have thought about this, shouldn't I? Okay. So. Right. So, uh, Ernest the elephant. I think it's Ernest, but it's the retired elephant that they talk about in the first episode. Okay. Um. There's the frozen cat in the freezer. Everyone knows that one, yeah. Yeah. Um. The dead hedgehog that um Victor steps in. Yeah. Um. Kylie the tortoise. Yeah. The donkey that follows. Victor around the Algarve. Yeah. Um, Nippy, of course. Nippy. Um, Nicky the cockatiel. Um, yeah. There's the bees in the shed. Yeah. Um, Horace the pit bull. That's the one that Victor hits with the coconut meringue. Yeah. Out the window. Um, there's the police dog that um, turns up with the bone in yes. the garden. Yeah. Um, Denzel and Denzel Junior. Um, this one's very, very tenuous. The midges flying around in um, Love and Death. Um, <laughs> um, the crab that um, gets up um, Patrick Shorts. Victor's pet fish that look dead, that look very much oh, dead yeah. in the tank. Um, the tea strainer out, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the swan. That's thrown into the the dead swan that's thrown into the river. Yeah. Um, the snake in the um in the suitcase that in um. You keep the snakes the... in there. Yeah. Yeah, that one. <laughs> um, alligator eggs. This is um this is yeah. my boys. Uh, the chimpanzee. At the um, um, village at the village fate. Yeah. Um, there's the cat that they refer to that gives Victor fleas okay. in the uh, worst horror of all because they talk yeah. about the fleas jumping that's around. quite right yeah. yeah that's 20 oh and I've also got one more so I had 21 um, and the duck in the flat well done <laughs> that, is, that is impressive I, 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 I already know you've got 17 points um, how embarrassing is that as the quiz master I didn't <laughs> didn't do my... and I spent quite a while on that oh. and you've just nailed it in a few minutes so uh, okay well I look forward to going through the ones I had and okay alright and then the last question yeah how embarrassing is that oh Miss Denny Kate right number 10 can this is four, for four points this is okay. can you name the different circumstances that the fire brigade is called out during the secret of the seven sorcerers so um there's the the restaurant at the end yeah. when the um, sprinkler goes off. Yeah. Um, there's I can't remember the specific reason, but it's when Victor's sitting in the cafe when he's in his um, lollipop man mm-hmm. outfit. Um, oh, and also when uh, they they call the fire brigade to get um, to get Victor's friend out of the out of the chest. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they do they break through the door, don't they? Do they break through his front door? 
They do break through the front door. Yeah, but I can't remember why. That's Stand I think that's the first. Oh, was first. that? Was that when? It was, was that when um, the man was stuck in the? It could be for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's three. So it's the first one when they turn up for the first time. Yeah. That's at, that's at the house, but I can't remember why. I mean, I'll be honest. They, they just turn up. There's not really. Oh, is there not a reason for it? No. Okay. Other than it could be a prank, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Well done to you. So, do you want to go back to number one, question one? In in we put a living in the tomb. The woman from the hardware shop had written something on the back of her husband's suicide note. What did she write? I don't know. I. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll continue to pass that one. No problem. And you passed number six, which were question six. In the Valley of Fear, the plumber played by Chris Ryan burns himself with Victor's boiler. Um, one a, a, a sarcastic one-liner of what caused the boiler to be so hot. What What did he say? I don't know. Okay. I have to pass that as well. well. To be honest with you, you're probably going to do really well because that that question nine is about fifteen hundred answers. It's probably one of the contest. Okay. <laughs> Well done. That's um, that's very good. Well, we'll go through the answers in a moment. Okay. Should we go with your quiz questions? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm ready. Well, but I've, as I said to you, I've I've thought outside the box um, with these questions. So there's no real right or wrong answers. It's more sort of pick your, you know, pick the scenario. Um, so in no particular order, let me um, let me get them, let me get them up. Um, okay, right. Snog, marry, avoid. Margaret, okay. Mrs. Warboys, and Pippa. Snog, marry, avoid. <laughs> like it. Um, snog, marry, avoid. So, p- sorry, Margaret, Pippa, Mrs. Warboys. Oh my god, yeah. snog. Okay. <laughs> um, marry, who's married? I think I would snog, Pippa. I would marry Margaret and poor Mrs. Warboys have to avoid. Oh, poor Mrs. Warboys. But as yeah. we said as we said at the beginning, she's not someone that you would yeah, she's not someone that you'd trust necessarily. So, yeah, it's yeah. a good it's a good question. So, by the way, mm. so is there a right answer to that? No, I don't think so. Okay. All right. <laughs> unless, unless um it's gotta match what I think you'd say. Oh, I haven't thought that about my. I haven't okay. thought about that myself. But okay. <laughs> so okay. my ne- my next question is: Would you rather be stuck in a lift with Mr. Foskett or Ronnie and Mildred? Mr. Foskett is going to chat the or Ronnie and Mildred. Oh my! Don't do this to me. <laughs> it's got to be Mr. Foskett because he's up. Well, they're, but they're they're all uplifting. They're all positive. But there's one of him and two of them. So I'm going with Mr. Foskett. Plus, he, he he could be suicidal at any moment, and his his cruel wife just left him with the children. So he needs company. So I, I'm going to be with him. Although Mildred's in a bad place, but she's got Ronnie. So I'm yeah. I'm, I'm with Mr. Foskett. Okay, okay. I think I'd agree with you there. Yeah, I think so. Um. So next question. Would you rather be buried up to your neck in soil or have a <laughs> copper pipe wound around your neck? I think the the copper pipe is going to hurt, isn't it? That is, that is he not... He would have to have... 
yeah, I mean, I think both scenarios, both situations, you'd have to have been in place for quite a long time for it to happen. Um, if if um if I'm going to be buried, then he's he he who whoever it may be, let's say Kazanzi the gardener, he's gonna he's gonna say, stay there, I'm gonna dig this garden. You know, you can't move. Like, is he gonna knock me out with the copper um, piping? Yeah, I don't know. That that seems a bit more quick, doesn't it? Hmm. You don't but, see that happen. Do you? You, just, you don't see it happen there. Yeah. But, you know, it's probably, you're, you're going to get rescued a lot quicker for, if you're buried to the neck. But if you've got copper wiring, copper wiring, but piping, sorry, you can still do things. You can make a telephone call, you can go to the toilet. <laughs> I'm going to go with the, with that. I'm not going to be buried. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can get that sorted out. With some, yeah, one of those um, snazzy saw devices can Mm. saw that off that's no problem what would you do probably the same as you said because i think at least you can you're still mobile with that if um if victor lived on his own for example he could be out there in the ground for a long time yeah um, before someone found him so i like these questions because i because i've got this new format for my podcast i've recorded with nisha last on sunday where i did like a similar like a would you rather but it was some jokey ones and then some more poignant ones mm. to do the show so i like this i haven't thought the ones you've asked i haven't thought of but okay. i have to steal, I have to steal this but credit, yeah, credit no. to the podcast that's really no, good that's, sorry no, ne- on to the next question okay would you rather have a waxwork of mrs warboys in your house or mr foskett's collection of false teeth now the collection of false teeth i actually like the look of um the packaging I thought it looked mm. quite neat, but it's people, it's dentures. It's yeah. The waxworth. I'd have the waxworth of Mrs. Warboys. Yeah, as a fan, I, I that that'd be good. Yeah. I'd have that. I mean, it's it's obviously weird, but <laughs> I could celebrate that, and I know that Dory Mantle really wants that, or I think her son wanted to buy that from yes. BBC, and she couldn't. They couldn't get hold of it for some reason. So maybe I would keep it for a while, and then just donate it back to mm. you know Doreen or her family. So yeah, I'll go with that. What what would you uh, have? I think I'd probably do the same, but also <laughs> do the same as Victor and Margaret and put a lampshade <laughs> on her head. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Would you rather be in Victor's guillotine or in his magician's chest? Oh. Well, in, in the in the chest, you you're there for five bloody hours, <laughs> but the guillotine. It's sort of over and done within seconds, but you never know if it's gonna. No. Uh, what a dilemma. Um, and I've not been locked away in anything. I'll, I'll, I'll risk it because if it goes wrong, it's instant death, and I'm, you know, won't know anything about it. Very true. What would you do? I'd probably prefer the magician's chest, to be honest. Really? I think so. Yeah. But five hours, curled up. Well, I don't know. You could get quite a lot of thinking done, couldn't you, in five hours? <laughs> Quite nice not be not to be disturbed for five hours, just kind of True. chilling. Yeah, okay, that's fair <laughs> enough. I, I, yeah, I'm not claustrophobic, but I just feel like that'll be a bit that'll be a bit too much. Five okay. hours might be a bit much. Um, <laughs> so my next questions are animal themed. Okay. So, would you rather be stalked by a donkey in the Algarve, or chased <laughs> by a chimpanzee at a village fete? Oh. Um, I feel like more could go wrong with a chimp because mm, they can rip their arms off. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty wild. Donkey, mm. yeah, th- I think the donkey. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm quite quite comfortable with that answer. The, the, following that, you around that, your whole the, holiday. The whole holiday. Um, well, they're less exotic, like an exotic creature, like a, a chimpanzee, who could, yeah, just their instinct will kick in any minute just to rip your face off. Yeah. I still think, I'll, I think if a donkey wants to follow me into the bathroom and provide a, a warm bath for my other half, that's absolutely fine. Let's <laughs> hope she doesn't hear that. Yeah, she's not going to hear that. She, she, <laughs> yeah, she might listen to this episode though and go, what? What are you on about? Yeah. Um, next question. Would you rather find a frozen cat in your freezer or a burnt tortoise oh, in your bonfire? That is nasty. <laughs> um if it's a cat it's likely to be either my cat i don't have a cat but if in that scenario i've either accidentally frozen my own cat or the neighbor's cat and i don't want to admit that but if it's a tortoise tortoise i feel like it's just wandered from anywhere and i wouldn't have known about i don't know trying to make logic to this answer um I mean, it's a more of a what's the more what which death is more cruel and slow? It's got to be the tortoise, isn't it? Well, I don't or, know. Freezing mm, to death is probably, but then the cat looked pretty comfortable, didn't it? Very it comfortable. Up, Rubbed so. a couple of couple of fish fingers to keep warm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, what was the question? Would I rather find? The yes. Question? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sorry, it's a bit of a macabre question, isn't it? Very. I can't. Have you got an instinct that of an answer <laughs> that you say? Roll the dice. I think probably finding a burnt tortoise might look slightly less like a tortoise than a frozen cat would look like a frozen cat. So perhaps with the shell, yourself. the shell of a tortoise wouldn't. I feel like it would just stay as it is, but more. Yeah, sp- that's true. Spot, like they could hollow it out and turn it into a table, like um. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that was clever, wasn't it? Do you think they were meant to do that in the final series, final episode? Maybe that's the the symbol of the show, isn't it? The tortoise. Yes, again, like what we were saying at the beginning, it sort of starts and ends with certain themes, and the tortoise is a theme that runs through. Yeah. Oh, okay. I need to give an answer. Um, tortoise. I'm really sorry to burn that alive, but it's a cre- instant cremation. Yeah. Done. Yeah, True. I can't find because that my freezer's my freezer's got food, you know. Yeah. I can't you'd associate that with new, dead animals. Yeah. You'd have yeah. to get a new freezer, wouldn't yeah. you? So yeah, yeah okay. Would you rather find maggots in your fish and chip dinner or put your foot into a dead hedgehog? I thought you were gonna say find a finger in um of my fish and chips, because that's what Mr. Oh, Walker's was. Yeah. All, all that. that. Yeah. Maggots, uh so maggots, the finger, or what's the other one? Put your foot in a dead hedgehog. Oh, I can't put my foot in a dead hedgehog. <laughs> if I find maggots in my dinner, hopefully I've not started it yet. So I'll just chuck it away. So I'm going to yeah. go with the maggots. Mm, I agree with you. you throw, if you throw a curveball and say you've started your dinner, mm. then you notice it. And then I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, let's, 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 be, let's assume I haven't started my dinner. I'll find the maggots and just chuck it away. Yeah. Yeah, full of that. protein. At least if you did eat a maggot, it would probably be full of protein. So then they turn into flies. Eventually, they do. Yeah. Oh, I can't. That's horrible, yeah, isn't it? It's horrible. Sorry, these questions are horrible. They're, they're, <laughs> if if David Renwick could come up with 
questions that would be these so you feel proud oh i do feel proud that's that's a, that's a is your other half actually. is your fiance does he does he like one from the grave not not really not like i do he'll he'll sort of laugh at bits but yeah. he doesn't he doesn't really doesn't really know it like i do okay i think anyone else you could ask these questions of obviously you're asking my listeners really as well yeah. but um, anyone in your family i suppose your your godfather victor yeah and yeah, my, dad. my dad as well yeah. probably be but yeah, yeah. he would okay. yeah so th- my final question is is not animal themed okay going back to something a little bit silly who would win in a sword fight between victor and patrick between victor and patrick victor reckon victor I, just, I agree with you I, I know he looks more awkward but posture wise but and he's patrick's got age on his side Patrick's a bit of a stiff neck, isn't he? He's a bit sort of, he's not a violent man. Victor no. Victor saved his life, Wisdom of the yeah. Witch. He d- mm. jumped out of a window for him. And that just tells me he's got a bit of, um, he's got the conies to like, just fight. If he really, yeah. he, he does it in the series one, doesn't he? He sort of does it in an old man way, slap, slapping these youngsters around the face with his man bag. And yeah. So I think Victor, yeah, mm. easily. Yeah. Yeah. I agree oh, that's, with that's, you. that was, um, I enjoyed that. I, I didn't see that coming. I, I uh, didn't know what you had lined up for me. Well, um, yeah, by the time I didn't ep- think outside the box. Yeah, and I can't always think outside the box. I'm not that, <laughs> I feel like sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But, yeah, I mean, in my regular fan episodes, I was saying earlier, um, when we're not discussing episodes, I'm, I'm just having these generalised podcasts now to talk about One in the Grave, and I've incorporated a couple of games, and... Mm. One foot in the desert island discs and a, a, a would you rather type gamers. Should we go through some answers then? Oh, yes. Right. So question one in We Put a Living in the Tomb, the woman from the hardware shop had written something on the back of her husband's suicide note. What did she write? So you didn't know this. Well, see, when I give you the answer, you'll get, oh. Um, deluxe sat- satin eggshell 595 a litre. <laughs> Either satin or satin, but. Question two. In The Exterminating Angel, Victor gets himself a job chauffeuring local businessman Lewis Atterbury. Three of his children all end up damaged, written off. Can you describe how they're damaged? So you said fire a tank. One instance of the car just falling in the hole of the garage of Ronnie Mildred's property. And one instance of the car being turned upside down, turned over. And that's right. Yeah, of course it was. Mm. So three points. I should maybe make a tally of what you get there. <laughs> in the... Tales of Terror, Victor and Margaret's Nissan as pornographic number plate. Can you recall the registration? Pissol, yeah, so P-I-5-5-O-L-E is correct for one point. Well done. Yay. I always pronounce it Pissole, even though it's Pissol because of the E. I just, I've always done that by default. Pissole. Yeah. Pissole. Pissole. <laughs> yeah, because as you might pronounce it in Spanish. Uh, question four. In... The Algar Victor accidentally packs the wrong suitcase, which contains completely useless stuff. Can you name what's in there? So you said access statements, 100 copies of the Beezer, garden hose, draft excluder, snake thing, and ice skates. So that's one, two, three, four, got five points. I also saw a rolled up poster. And what was the other one? I said I said there's possible seven, maybe it was six. Ten years access statements. Oh, and a rat, a rat trap, a mouse trap. Oh, yeah, of course. Yes, yeah. of course. Which could come in handy. Yeah, and it, it, we, yes. we made it then, yeah. Yeah. So five points for that. 
Question five, what has been graffitied on the back of Victor's T-shirt in one fact the Algarve? And you said, when I see this, I'll go apeshit. I loved how you um, gave your answer. Very, very proper. The way, because you, you, well-spoken <laughs> lady, and the way you said that, maybe it just made me chuckle. When I see this, I'll go apeshit. When I see this, I will go apeshit. <laughs> apeshit. <laughs> I'm not mocking your accent. It's no, no, I know what you mean. I like it's fine. it. It's good. When I see this, I'll go apeshit. Uh, question six in the Valley of Fear. That's such a wordy question. I hate that to read that. My fault. In the Valley of Fear, the plumber, played by Chris Ryan, burns himself on Victor's boiler and retorts with a one-liner to rhetorically but sarcastically ask what Victor has done to cause the boiler to be so hot. What is the one-liner? Um, he says, "What have you been doing? Testing nuclear warheads in there? God Almighty!" Uh. I know. That's tr- I, I don't think I'd have got that. Like, I might, I might have envisaged him being. You know, angry because he's just been burned mm. but yeah okay well, that was question six question seven so um, in dramatic fever victor's inter- entertained by the calamities witnessing when mist- mistaken it as part of the act during margaret's dress rehearsals dress rehearsal sorry victor gets out a snack from his shirt pocket what is the snack so you said a packet of maltesers it was a packet of m&ms it's the brown pack it's the uh, one that's yeah. bad luck very close. Close, yeah. It's chocolate, but, no it's packet, but it's not yeah. the right answer. Unfortunately. No, that's anyway. all right. <laughs> Question eight: In Who Will Buy, we meet Patrick Pippa for the first time. They travelled up. Where have they travelled up after a month's holiday? A month. And yes, it was of course Bath. Bath Did you spend so. a month's holiday in Bath? Do you think? Well, I wouldn't, because I live on its doorstep. No. It is a beautiful city, perhaps. No, you just wouldn't, would you? I don't know. No, maybe maybe there's family. Couldn't. Possibly, yeah. Month in Bath. Possibly. That just makes no sense. Yeah. Anyway, well, they, they did. Anyway, a question nine. How many animal references can you name for the show? So you kicked ass on this, I've got to say. <laughs> I came up with the following, and I've embarrassed myself because you came up with instantly, <laughs> though I didn't. So I came up with, in no particular order, a dead cat in Valley of Fear, donkeys in Algarve, Knock, uh, Nikki the cockatiel. Oh, the one you didn't get, I don't think, is because Nippy counts. This one counts. Um, you know when Mr. Swainy's hosting a Dixon and Doc Green Society thing. Oh, the it's, police dog. It's like a German Shepherd or yeah, an Alsatian. Right. Yeah. So I counted that. Yeah, the the fish in Pit of the Pendulum, the cow in Beware the Tricks oh, on the Roof. Of course, yeah. One back legs. Is, is that two you didn't get there? I didn't get the cow. So and far. No. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to revel in what you don't get because you made a mock of the quiz. Um, okay, Carly the tortoise. Oh, did you mention the scorpion? Um, I didn't mention the scorpion, no. Uh, did you not? That's a shame. No, I didn't, no. Well, shame on me. And did you not mention Edwin the spider in Wisdom of the Witch? I didn't. No, I forgot did about not? Edwin. No, I didn't. I forgot about these answers. Oh, I'm rubbish. Did you not mention Daddy the daddy long legs in the trial? I didn't know. I, I, I mean, I can see your answers. No, unfortunately, you didn't. Um, no. That's okay. Yeah. So, in the broken reflection, it's it's debatable what's in that chine in that pack of rice. I oh, I yes, always yeah. assumed it to be a cockroach. Mm. But I'd have taken like insects as an answer, or a, yeah, mm. one foot in the Algarve. Oh, Bats. also, oh, octopus wearing a Gucci bag. Of course, yeah, and yeah. The barracuda as well. No, I don't remember that. I didn't put that one down, so fair play the, to you. The foot, the foot was found in the stomach oh, of the barracuda. Yeah, no, I didn't. yeah okay, yeah. so that's another example where I've cocked up. That's good. And the bats as well. There's the bats in and the, the bats, um, house. That's another, yeah. that's another one I didn't get, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> also, the woodlouse back in the trial, he rather cruelly steps on he a woodlouse. on it, yeah. No reason. Um, yeah, the bees in our retired bedlam, you've got that. The snake in the Return of the Speckled Band, I think you mentioned that, yep, yeah, in the suitcase. Yeah. The crab in the pendulum. So those are the ones I had. Um, but what I didn't get were the chimp at the fate, the cat that gives fleas, the duck, um, <laughs> that's three. How did I not mention the swan in the lake? That's four. Midges, that's five. <laughs> five. And uh, Denzel and Denzel Jr. You didn't mention Denzel. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm ashamed. Horace the Pitbull. That's in oh. Rearranging the Dust. That's the um the dog yeah. that he knocks out with a coconut meringue. And I what was the dog in Starbound that sort of attacks Mrs. Warboys? Oh, the German Shepherd in um Is it German Shepherd? Okay, so there's yeah. yeah, so there's quite a lot I missed out on. I missed out more than you did. And you had to do that on the spot, so fair play to you. You mm-hmm. basically did really, really well Thank you. Uh, on that one. And uh, question <laughs> ten. Um can you name the different circumstances that the fibre grade are called out? You got it right. Yeah, so it's right at the start of the episode where Victor's testing out his conjuring tricks while Margaret's on the telephone to Mrs. Warboys. And should I note, she's a little bit like, oh, he's, he's she got a bit funny with him for doing that. It's like, it's a hobby. You said for him to be busy and mm. that's what he's doing. Uh, yeah, in the cafe with Mr. Sweeney, they break in. They also come again to rescue the chap in the chest and, of course, in the restaurant. Yeah. So yeah, that's good. So you've got I tally up edits with it matters because you're not playing against well you are playing I suppose you unofficially playing against the listeners. <laughs> Three, four, nine, ten. Did you make a note how many animals you written down? Because I didn't really Oh, do I think that. it was twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. Twenty one. Um twenty two. So you got so, so there's supposedly out of thirty nine, but in reality there's more of the score. But you've got thirty three. So that's that is bad. A, that's very good. I mean, I would I mm. wouldn't have got I wouldn't have scored that. I would have gone totally blank. <laughs> so well done to you, and I hope listeners back oh. home uh, did you know just as well. But I I I think that's you'd be hard pushed to get that many animal scores. So well done to Miss Penny Kate. Very Thank good. Very much for that was great fun. <laughs> Yeah.